0: Alright everybody, um, I decided to do one more of these things, um, because I've been hearing it a lot lately, and I decided that I'll do an episode on this. Um, before I start, I'm sorry I didn't put episode 2 on the, um, the, you know, the last episode, I can't figure out how to edit it, uh, to episode 2. So, this will be episode 3. And just kind of regard, disregard the uh, mistake I made, please. I'm very use, uh, new to this. So, I hear a lot, and a lot of people blame God. One of my best friends, um, me and his grandmother were talking about God and faith and religion and stuff. And this was back when I was in middle school. And... This guy, I mean, I grew up with him since middle school, high school, you know, we're still friends today, you know, Um, although we're not the bestest of friends like we used to be, but he moved on, he has his own life, I have my own life, and we still keep in contact. But he, I'd say he's a more self-proclaimed atheist than he is um, anything else, and I've tried many times to reach out to him. The last time I talked to him, he said he starts to go to church now, which was really happy. But I remember something he said to his grandmother, that there's little kids dying in wars and getting guns shoved in their hands. And, you know, just a lot and a lot of things that, um you know he would bring up why would God let this happen if he's really so great and there's a simple very very simple answer that nobody wants to you know speak up now I'm going to bring into humanity for a minute you know humanity itself as a um as a species at least today in this modern society like to point the blame at people they'll point the blame at the president they'll point the blame at the cops they'll point the blame at the criminals they'll point the blame at the teachers they'll point the blame at the parents they'll point the blames at pretty much anybody but themselves nobody's really willing to take responsibility for their own actions um which i guess it kind of fell through with me forgetting to uh um, put episode two on the last episode. So, again, that was my fault. So, I think that more people today need to understand that God gave us free will, you know. That was the uh, the incentive since the very, very beginning in the book of Genesis, When he breathes into Adam, you can have everything in this garden except for this tree. Do not eat from this tree. And Satan tempted uh, Eve. You know, Eve ate the apple. She gave it to Adam. And here we are today. You know, it comes down to a point in time where people need to start taking responsibility for themselves. And trust me, I'm... Not a saint in that matter either. But there, there's a bunch of Christian virtues and sins that have been written out, not just like in a Bible, but it's been a Catholic concept too. And there are seven sins and seven virtues to counteract them. So, for example, the first one would be lust. Which means, you know, if you see somebody that's attractive and stuff, you might lust for them. But the virtue to counter that is chastity. And you can actually find that in the Bible verses of Job 31, verse 1, Matthews 5.28, and 2 Timothy 2.22. Um, there's... Uh, gluttony which means like overindulging and everything um, and then temper uh, temperaments or temperance and that's more like in moderation and you know you know like I don't drink alcohol and I don't smoke cigarettes so that's my temper uh, temperance I'm not saying it's wrong to do it that way but I mean I'm personally not really too into something that changes. Your mindset. That being said, I am a hypocrite in that matter because I do take some prescription medications to help me sleep. But that's besides the point. Um, That is also in 1 Corinthians uh, 10.31. Um, Then there's greed. Which uh, is counteracted by generosity or charity. Um, That's in Hebrews uh, 13, verse 5. And, I mean, that's like a big thing. If you look in the world today, the world is greedy. There's televisions in the world that people want. There's, um, you know, there's video game systems, computers, cars, iPads, iPhones. I'm particular to Samsung. You know, so I'm the same way. You know, and that is, I think, the biggest issue, um, or one of the biggest issues, is greed. Because you have corporations that want to make more money, especially during this COVID crisis. Um, You know, they're laying people off. They're doing this, whatever they can to save money. And you know, when you when you're making a profit of sixteen you know, million or billion a year, you know, I'm pretty sure you can try to take care of your employees a bit. That being said, not all companies are like that. Um, My sister works at um, a restaurant, and her restaurant um, owner, the person who owns the chain of them, decided to take a year out of his salary and give it to his employees. So... I mean, he must make a lot of money to do that, you know? I mean, but the fact that somebody would do that is a very nice gesture, you know? So, like, when you're going to uh, church and you're seeing the bucket being passed around and you're thinking that's a church's greed, well, churches, um, they need to make money to, you know, keep the electric on and stuff like that, but I'm also the same believer of giving the word of God for free, you know, so you, I mean, the churches have an option to get money from you guys, it's an option, it's a will, it does say in the Bible you should give 10% of your earnings or something like that to the church or to God, but that is still, it's a, it's a form of charity. You guys can't look at the churches being that bad because of, you know, that specific reason. However, I do understand your point. Like, under certain people would say Catholic churches are ridiculous because they have these giant cathedrals that you go in, they're acoustic-environmented, they echo, they have, it's like the most perfect place to go. And what do you have? You know, I mean, it's a lot of money to do that. And then you go to these little tiny Baptist churches that barely are scraping by. They're doing everything they can to survive. And it makes you wonder, what should we work with? Well, I prefer going with the people that don't um, have a lot of money and are willing to have more passion for the job than people that just sit comfor- comfortably in their position and preach. Um, that being said, I don't care what church people go to or not. It's just, I know some people use God as a way to make money, and other people use it to a way to spread the word. So it really comes down to, um, if you believe your pastor or minister or stuff is greedy or not, you know. Um, you know, if uh, you know, you're a pastor that's making 100000 a year and, you know, you're talking about being poor and stuff like that, you know, it's either you're giving a lot of your money to charity, which is nice, or. You're throwing a pity story so people give money. I don't know. I'm not going to go down that route any further just because I don't want to badmouth certain pastors that do that kind of stuff. Um, The next one is being slothful. Um, To the counteract to that is uh, diligence. You can find that in Proverbs 6 verse 6 um, envy, like when you envy a person's car, or envy a person's wife, or envy this, or envy that, like, stuff that you want, you know, like, you kind of see something, you kind of, like, envy it, you're like, wow, um, you know, you should counteract that with gratitude, you know, be thankful for what you do have, There's too many people today in this world that are looking at stuff, wanting what they want, and they're not happy with what they have, you know, I mean, I'm sitting in a house right now, Um, I got the uh, fan on me, I got, you know, sitting on a very comfortable chair, that has a back massager on it. If I wanted to turn it on, you know, I have food in the fridge. I have, you know, more than I need. As far as I, as far as it goes, what a person needs food, water, shelter, and God. Not in that order. God food, water, shelter should be the order, or God, shelter, food, and water should be the order. But the point is, uh, as much as you look at everything that people have today to their DVD collection, their music collection, I have a friend that was asking me to build him a computer. He told me a price. I gave him the price, and I showed him the, uh, the build for it so he could go out and buy the parts for it. And he doesn't listen to me. He just has this mindset where you tell him whatever he wants. He asks you a question, you tell him, and he goes and does the complete opposite. It's the most frustrating thing. But um, that leads me to the, you know, the next one. But before I get into that, it, you know... He should be thankful for me taking the time out of my day to build uh, to give him a build for that. I mean, I'm not mad that he went out and got what he wanted. I'm upset that he asked me to build him something so he could go get the parts. And I took time out of my day to do that for him. And he went ahead because his build was too expensive, he said. He said, I don't have um, $2,400 to kill on this. So I built him one for like $1,800. And then he goes out and buys a $4,000 worth of pieces. Tell me how that makes sense. You know, um, I know that has nothing to do with God, but I mean, you should be grateful for what you do have. And that is the main key focus that I'm trying to go at um next would be wrath which yeah when he did that i was kind of wrathful i was getting kind of mad at him um but then i took a breath and i had some patience because i realize he does this all the time i'm just not going to give him advice anymore unless it's very sound advice that he really needs because why waste my breath Um, I've had enough patience for over a year talking to him to try to help about in the right path, to try to give him advice, to have him do all this stuff. And I'm not giving up on him as a friend or anything like that, but I can't keep going and letting him do the complete opposite and ask me like, Uh, I'm thinking about buying a new car. What's your recommendation? Uh, I don't know, maybe a Honda Civic. He's like, you know, Honda Civic. Okay. So he's like, all right. And he's like, oh, I really like this Honda Civic. I'm going to go to the dealership. And then he comes back with a, um, you know, a Volkswagen Beetle. Why would I even want to waste my breath? So, um... You have to have patience in that situation. So in in the case uh, with him, he envied that I have a really nice computer. He wanted to build one of his own. Um, I was grateful that he asked me for my input because it makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about. I'm smart. I give him the parts because he overpriced everything for himself. And then... He does the complete opposite, which leads me to wrath, and I need to just learn how to be patient with them, you know, and that's with everybody. When you have parents, when you have roommates, when you have best friends or friends or sisters or brothers or cousins or nephews, grandmothers, grandfathers, I could go on, bosses, you need to be patient with them, um, You can find the gratitude and envy in Proverbs 14.30, and then you can find wrath and patience in uh, Romans uh, 12.19. The last one is the cardinal sin, and that one is pride. Now, the reason why they call it the cardinal sin is because it's considered to be one of the worst, because pride is essentially what made Satan fall from heaven. It's what sent him out of you know you know paradise and and instead of being prideful you should be a humble person you know and it's hard it's in jeremiah 23 verse uh, 9 23 verse 24 and so i mean with all that said i mean i can't stress it enough stop blaming God for misfortunes God does bless people and he does everything he can you have to realize sorry like billions of people in the world and some of them are not even true believers and they will just out of the blue say a prayer in their head you know they're like look God, let me uh, get through today. Let me get through my finances or whatever. And that prayer will be answered whether or not they're believers. And if that answered was pr- uh, answered whether they're not believers, they just carry on their day and think it's a coincidence. You know, God gave us free will. So where do I stand on a lot of this stuff with free will? Well, when you think about children going to war, when you think about children dying, when you think about this coronavirus, when you think about everything, you know, in the wrath of God, the wrath of God, like in Romans 118, um, it states that heaven is against all ungodly and um, unrighteous men, you know, who suppress the truth. John 3, uh, 36, whoever believes into this, believes in the Son has eternal life. Um, and then whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but with the wrath of God remains on them. Um, Ezekiel 1, uh, uh, 25, verse 17, sorry. I'm tired. It's uh, almost midnight. Yeah, you know, I'll ex- execute a great vengeance on them with wrath, r- wrathful rebukes, and they will know that I am the Lord when I lay vengeance upon them. Uh, Isaiah twenty six twenty one. Behold, the Lord is coming out from his place uh, from his place to punishment the inhabitants of earth. <clears throat> I mean, uh, I could go on with all these different ones, but. Free will is what led to humanity's downfall. And anybody can try to argue that with me. You can um, email me at ministermartyr at gmail dot com and say whatever you want. But um, free will God gave us and people are the ones screwing it up. The innocents are dying. Um... I understand if you are throwing a kid a gun... Saying you need to kill... You know, the kid needs to obey his parents... But at the same time, killing is wrong. You have wars and stuff that occur... And... It, I mean, wars happen in the Bible, too. Um... Today, a big controversy is abortions, whether it's a baby or it isn't, you know, as an embryo. Um, I personally don't believe in abortions, and this is where I come back to people need to take responsibility for their actions. If, first of all, they have birth control, they have the day-after pill, they have condoms, they have all that stuff, but... If you do all that stuff anyway, and you still have a kid, you can always give it uh, to adoption, you know, to other families, That if you don't want one. Um, abortions, in my opinion, are just a way to say, hey, I had a one-night stand, or me and my boyfriend, or me and my girlfriend, just you know, we had an accident, and we need to get rid of it, well, you guys consciously made the decision to do that, you know, and I know there's other circumstances that can happen, we're not going to get into that, but um, those other circumstances, I do believe that, you know, you can still uh, give the kid up for adoption and stuff like that, or, You know, I mean, it's a tough thing to say because, you know, I've never been in that situation, but all I know is if um, I had a, uh, one of those uh, kid scares, I wouldn't want to go to, you know, get an abortion. I'd either want to keep the kid and raise it or give it to adoption. I personally don't feel I'm ready to have a kid. <clears throat> murder, murder happens all the time. Uh, it help, happens on gang-on-gang violence. It happens to uh, married couples. It happens to uh, soldiers. It happens to anything. Murder is just a very common thing in our culture. Um, and it then it comes down to this. <laughs> at the very, very end, why blame God for the mistakes that people made? We've had nation versus nation and greed that has corrupt this world. And now you have God and you have the people that don't believe in God or whatever. And they're going to use that as a sentiment saying, if God was real, why would kids die? Why would there be cancer? Why would be this? Why would they be that? Well, again, we had free will, and we decided to do stupid things with that free will that led to where we are. You know? Um, When Jesus came, that was the turning point. Jesus came to us. He died for our sins so we could be forgiven for our stupidity and our ignorance. (laughs) Because God knows that we're going to keep making mistakes. And instead of slaughtering a ton of animals that you're putting your sins on, he made it so there's a direct connection between us and him. And that's why he brought Jesus, like the mediator between us. He took a piece of himself, put him in earth, said, okay, he's the mediator. You talk to him, you talk to me, you know, And that's basically what happened. God gave us the ability to witness everything, so we don't need to, you know, say, well, that's all lies. I mean, of course, that's what people are saying now because they don't have, they've never seen it. So, as I close this up, you can't blame God for free will. God gave us free will, that's right. But it's you, everybody that's listening, everybody in the whole world, it's all you guys that have to really think about what you're doing. Whether you're going to go to church or not, whether you're going to believe in God or not, whether you want to shoot somebody or not, whether you're going to go into a war or not, whether you're going to go to church or not, driving without a seatbelt, you know, whatever you decide to do. It's on you. You guys have a mind, a brain. You know we have safety precautions. We have everything that we need to do in this world, and nobody wants to be blamed for it. They all want to point the finger at somebody else. I want. I want, All I'm trying to say is I want you all to stop blaming God for the things that have happened to you or things that you have done because anything that has happened in those kind of situations is God trying to make you a stronger person. <clears throat> so I'm starting to lose my voice. Um, it's almost midnight here so I'm gonna say good night to you guys um, pleasant dreams and if you need anything or want to talk, ministermartyr at gmail.com Thank you and have a good night.